You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. Having school resource officers, or SROs, on school campuses actually increases the number of gun-related incidents, arrests, suspensions, and expulsions. This is according to University at Albany Associate Professor Lucy Sorensen, who has done research on the effect of SROs at both the state and national level. She tells Public Radio's Capital Press Room SROs are popular among parents, students, administrators, and teachers. Rochester Public Schools, for instance, they tried to end their SRO program, and they did in June 2020. And then following that, something like 98% of their school administrators said they would prefer to have a school resource officer on campus. Sorensen says her study also finds there were reductions of other forms of violence at schools with an SRO on campus. Despite her extensive research into the issue, she says the question of whether schools are actually safer with officers remains difficult to answer. A local post office has been renamed to honor a longtime member of Congress. WXXI's Noelle Evans was at a dedication ceremony on Monday. The Fairport Post Office is now dedicated to the late Congresswoman Louise Slaughter and her husband Bob. Slaughter served 16 consecutive terms in Congress starting in the 1980s. She died in 2018 while still in office. Even though she had a Kentucky drawl, the couple made their home just up the road from here where they raised their daughters. Uh, She really wasn't elected any public office until I was already in high school. So in a lot of ways, I think she might have been in a transitional generation as far as women in leadership might go. That's their oldest daughter, Megan Secatori. She and her sister, Robin Minerva, remember reading old love letters their parents had sent each other. And we've got letters from Louise to Bob and letters from Bob to Louise, and it's really cute. (laughs) You can really see. But even then... They are talking about the platform of the Democratic National Conservative, yes. In a way, Minerva says the renaming of the nearby post office in her parents' honor brings that full circle. The late Congress member remains the only woman to chair the House Committee on Rules. That's a powerful position since that group determines which bills from policy and fiscal committees to consider on the floor of the House. Noelle Evans, WXXI News. More than a quarter of the 77 migrants who were bused to Rochester from New York City last week have gone back claiming they were misled. As WXXI's Brian Sharp reports, this is among a handful of concerns being raised by the county to a private contractor in charge of the asylum seekers' care. The objections came almost immediately after two busloads of migrants arrived from New York City last week. Some families were not clearly communicated with where they were going, what their destination was, and were surprised to learn that they were in Rochester, New York. Obviously, that's not acceptable to us. This is a voluntary program. John Bringawat is the Monroe County attorney. He says there were three families, 20 migrants in all, who returned to New York City. Bringawat spoke with officials there on Monday and with representatives of DocGo. That's the firm that was hired by New York City to care for an influx of migrants that have overwhelmed the five boroughs and to transport hundreds to places upstate. Officials here say they are trying to get ahead of complaints being echoed on a larger scale in Albany, which has received far more migrants. Those also include concerns about the adequacy of the food and snacks provided. The complaint, as I understood, was that it was not up to what you or I might want to eat. Elsewhere, there's allegations of spoiled food. Not so here. More along the lines of being cold, not culturally appropriate. The county was unable to be specific. 
Congressman Joe Morelli has seen enough in Albany, here in Rochester, and with two sexual assaults in Buffalo allegedly involving migrants to raise alarms. I think unless they can demonstrate that they have real accountability here and they have control, things could change. To what? That's unclear. The county maintains it has the authority to remove .go locally, but that is a worst-case scenario, and there is as yet no plan for what agency or agencies could take over. Morelli and Monroe County Executive Adam Bellow, in separate calls with the governor's office on Monday, asked that the National Guard be sent in to provide added security and other assistance. Brian Sharp. WXXI News. It's not unusual this time of year to get reports of potentially toxic algal blooms in the Finger Lakes. And the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation says there are signs of blue-green algae in both Keuka and Seneca Lakes. Exposure to algal blooms and their toxins can cause health effects in both people and animals. Exposure to high levels can cause diarrhea, nausea, vomiting, skin, eye or throat irritation, and allergic reactions or breathing problems. The Canandaigua Lake Watershed Association says so far this season no harmful algae has been spotted on Canandaigua Lake. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.